Welcome to this latest episode of Paradise Talks. I'm Emma Bartholomew. To mark International Women's Day, we're bringing you a special edition. We thought we'd celebrate this important day by chatting to some of the powerhouse women at the heart of Paradise. I'm lucky enough to sit on the advisory board for Paradise, the agency for entertaining brands, who bring you this pod series. I represent the music and esports industries. Alongside my PR work for international entertainment industry clients and my music industry relations role at the charity In Place of War. And I'm also the co-founder of a digital performing arts teaching platform called B Major. I'm privileged, truly privileged to serve on the advisory board alongside four brilliant women, all representing different strands of the creative industries and three of whom are with me on the pod today. We've got Ashley Carlisle, Lou Jennings and Talia Levine. And we're also joined by three more of the amazing Paradise team, Ashley Giesler, Senior Creative, Amber van der Sand, Creative Account Manager and Penny Lane, Copywriter. Welcome to you all. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Now, my job today is going to be one of just basically listening to you all because you have a wealth of experience between you. So I'm really excited to have this conversation. We're going to talk about life and work for women in the creative industries, how the landscape has changed, if it has, how it's evolving, and hopefully pay homage to some of the incredible creative women who've inspired us all to get to where we are today and those paving the way for the creative women of tomorrow, and how we can nurture and encourage that next generation of creative women, crucially. So I'm going to come to all of you each individually and just ask you simply to start us off by telling us which area of the creative industries you work in, uh, what your role is, and maybe how long you've been in creative. I'm going to start with Lou. Yeah, no problem. I work in uh, marketing communications and specifically in the travel events and festival space. Um, I represent the festival and travel industry pillar at Paradise on the advisory board. Um, I've been in a creative focus role for four years, but have had roles which have incorporated creative elements for 15 Wow, cool. That probably so, gives that probably gives away a bit too much of age, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, well you notice that I didn't start with my introduction by giving away any years because I yeah. know I've got a few years on all of you, so I'm gonna keep quiet. Yeah. Um but welcome Lou, thank you so much for joining. And I'm gonna move on to Talia next. Hi Talia. Hi Emma. Um I represent the TV broadcast strand um, on the advisory board um, and my role at um, broadcast is commercial director um, where I've been for coming up to six years actually um, but I've been in the um, media sales uh, marketing solution and sponsorship um, world for about 11 years so not too short on uh, lose time Um there and kind of similar my role I guess has become more and more creative um as kind of the media world changes okay okay so that I can see there's already a competition in terms of mileage here who's got the most <laughs> years uh we can use that to our advantage I think ladies um okay I'm going to move on to Penny now hi Penny uh yeah so I work in content creation which covers creative copywriting for all sorts of different brands um, I'm also a brand and social media consultant and work on a lot of content, primarily for lifestyle sectors. 
Um, in a nutshell, I basically make things look and sound better for audiences and consumers <laughs> for about 10 years. Nice. We've got such a variety of cool experience on here. It's really, it's really exciting. Um, I'm going to come to one of the Ashes now. I'm going to ask Ashley Carlisle first. Yes, that would be me. That is you. Hey, Ash, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to talk about, about, about my years of experience. Um, no. Um, so basically, I would probably say I've been in the creative industries since I was little, I've always really, really loved to create. But um, even from when I was young, I used to wake up at midnight and ask to paint, which is probably the bane of my mother's existence. But <laughs> as I've grown older, I've moved more into the creative strategist role um, and innovation role, helping companies, charities and all of the sort to expand their horizons to really meet market trends and customer needs. Um, so I walk work across the creative board really and um, which I do find really interesting because I can do a bit of this a bit of that and have a completely different variety of people to work with love it uh, I love that too and I also think you made a really important point which I was thinking about as I was preparing this pod which is we're all creative either we are or we're not and you know you as a child getting up in the middle of the night and annoying your parents by what <laughs> But that's a perfect example because, you know, that's where creativity flourishes and is nurtured. So I think that's, you know, that's where it all stems from, which is really cool. So that's a beautiful thing. Um, okay, I'm going to go to um, our next Ash now, Ash, Ash Giesler. How are you doing? And thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Um, so I, I feel like I don't compete much. I've only been working in creative for three years. So I actually came from more of an illustration background and now do all stuff, graphic design and content and digital as well as print and also working on designing concepts for campaigns and stuff like that. A lot of advertising. So less illustration these days, but still loving it. That's great. And I love the fact that you come from an illustration background because I'm sure that that um, influences your work. Um, and I also have to say, don't ever worry about a, a reduced number of years compared to anybody else, because fresh creative talent is so important to bring to the sector. So um, that's that's really cool to hear about how you came into it. Um, OK, now, Amber, last but certainly not least, how are you doing today? Hi, Emma. Thank you. I'm good. Um, yeah, really, really good. It's not sunny, but it's still great. <laughs> not raining. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm active in the marketing and sales sector, sort of working as a creative account manager at Paradise. Um, so this sort of means that I do two days a week of marketing and then two days business development. Um, so you can say I do a bit of everything. Nice. And I think that's something that kind of covers quite a lot of us is that we are able to have these multifaceted careers now, which I'm so grateful for, because I know they call them portfolio careers, but I don't care what you call it, it adds to the creativity, which I think is awesome. I'm interested then to think about maybe reflecting on how things have changed um, during your careers so far. Penny, I might come to you first on this one. Um, do yeah. you think that the creative space that's quite that's quite general that's quite wide but do you think the creative space 
as a working environment has changed for women since you started working in creative? Um, I do. Personally, for me, it's been quite organic in how I've become the multi-hyphenate kind of career. Um, there's mm-hmm. so many strands to what I do. And I think now that's seen as a positive, whereas when I first started out, it was, you know, you should take a one-way route, a one-career focus. And I love how that's all changed, actually, over the years. Yeah, that's a, that's surely a really positive thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm interested, uh, Talia, this is quite specific, but because you come from a TV broadcast um, environment where one imagines I mainly work in the music space and certainly I've seen a huge change, there's still a long way to go. But in terms of being a woman in, in your workspace, in your not necessarily in your specific company, but in the broadcast space more broadly, do you think there's you've seen a change over the years? Yeah, so I mean, I guess there's two parts to that question. My role within broadcast um, obviously falls within sales, which, um, you know, has a male dominant history, um, sales as a whole, um, and perhaps even more advertising sales. Um, Within the kind of TV and film world, absolutely. And I mean, like I said earlier, I've been at broadcast coming up to six years and you know, the gender pay gap, um, women writers um, having, you know, more women um, in higher positions, but also encouraging more women to get into the industry has been a conversation six years ago and is still a conversation now. I think there's definitely some positive change, um, but not enough, um, of course, within the industry. Actually, most recently, we've done a bit of kind of, uh, I guess, analysis on a lack of um, female writers in the comedy world being commissioned, which um, is is definitely becoming apparent more and more so on screen. So I think there's two parts to that. One is my, my day-to-day working. Um, I'm surrounded by both men and women. Um, but then when it comes to the TV sector and film, um, it is predominantly male um but i think there are um more new female voices that will hopefully um be a force to reckon with i can guarantee they will that be a force to reckon with just as you all my guests are today um lou i wanted to put that question to you because you also are in a slightly different field in terms of more the events and festival and live um experience I guess space have you seen a shift or has it always been quite a kind of open equal playing field in terms of women in your in your areas of work I think my initial background in travel was um well balanced uh, a high female presence um but I've definitely noticed um due to like more awareness of the of the equality issue and therefore a voice that comes off the back of that which doesn't which isn't as judged as it may have been in the past I've definitely become more aware of women in the sector I work in who have as you referred to earlier the portfolio style career Mm -hmm. um, which I think is great because I think it avoids any form of boredom which can only breed creativity off the back of that really can't it yeah Absolutely. Yeah, I completely agree with that 100%. Um, Talia, I'm going to I'm going to come to you. 
Um, yeah, I just wanted to add to that point, um, yeah. kind of the um, world that I've worked in, and it'd be interesting maybe to kind of pose this question back um, to the rest of the group. Um, I am all for um, equality um, across the board. Um, I've actually myself had more, I guess, I guess, been held back more so sometimes by women in my industry um, because it has been so competitive um, that women fear other women, which I personally don't, but experience when I was starting off in the industry because there weren't many. Um, and it'd be interesting to hear if that kind of is across the board, um, but in the sense that um, men might belittle, but sometimes other female colleagues can sometimes struggle um, in sharing that space with you. That, from my own experience, is what I've had. Yeah, I think that's a really important point to consider. Um, I'm interested in um, a question which could be a tricky one to navigate, uh, but I'd love an honest answer. And that is, are there any particular strengths or skills or maybe we'll call them qualities that you think women bring to your particular area of creative and I'm going to ask that to Amber oh wow I get the difficult question yes sorry (laughs) (laughs) um um well it's a very good question I think women in many cultures are representatives of a creative force Um, I know, for example, um, in Hinduism, they've got female goddesses and like for for, uh, fertility and stuff like that. So the way it's kind of like think of the way our bodies can create life, Uh, that creative power in some cases is what makes us strong. Um, Like we also share experiences, learn from each other and recommend each other to other people just because we know that we need to help each other out nowadays um, to really make a difference for women in this industry. Um, That's sort of the best way I could answer that question, I guess. (laughs) That is an amazing answer. Wow. That's yeah, that's really eye opening and and really cool answer. Thanks, Amber. Lou, did you want to did you want to drop something in? Yeah, I think specifically in communications, um, I think empathy and understanding are are, are very important, which I think are traits that females in particular, um, you know, hold well. And when it comes to kind of strategic thinking around creative, that's essentially approaching a problem, isn't it? So approaching problems in a, a certain way is, I think, a task that females are also very strong at um, divergent thinking, lateral thinking. And I think final point is, are females maybe willing to be more vulnerable in creative? Although saying that I do work with some very brave and therefore very vulnerable guys, but I think the answer to that, in my opinion, is probably yes. Yeah, that's, yeah, very interesting points. Very interesting points. And I, I totally agree. I think um, a lot of those qualities are so key and crucial and I think Ash is going to come in as well here Ash yeah I just wanted to lead on from what Lou was saying that I think women are very feelings based and when you're approaching anything creative obviously you're looking at the visual and how that makes the consumer feel like whether you're trying to sell something or to create a brand identity I think that women not to say that we're better and all men at it but I'm just saying that I think we're very intuitive 
very feelings-based and so we can sort of foresee how something might make people feel. Yeah, that's really interesting. I think uh, a lot of the work that I do in PR and comms is always about thinking how a message will be put across, but in creative content, that's, yeah, so important to think, consider your audience. Um, Now, I want to kind of take us back a little bit now to when we were growing up, because I think maybe particularly as women or maybe just as humans, we're all inspired and influenced by what we see around us, role models. Um, And Penny, I wanted to ask you, when you were growing up, was there a creative woman who particularly inspired you or maybe women who showed you an example and ignited your flame of ambition? Yeah, um, it's been lots, actually. I mean, I grew up in a family where there were never creative limits. Um, I was always encouraged to try everything. My mum used to say, no experiences ever were a waste of time. You know, everything you try and do adds value. Um And I think, yeah, I've been surrounded by strong female role models. And I think it all goes back to maybe impressionable teenagers. If you're told that you can do it, that's half the battle. And it's important to instill confidence in women from the beginning to mould future thinking. Um, Specific women, uh, I always think my media teacher during my A-levels, I just was so inspired by her and she made you think, anything could be possible really and she was really cool as well so I used to look forward to those classes (laughs) (laughs) it's important that isn't it that you think someone's cool as a teenager because then you allow yourself to be influenced by them you Um, do and you can sort of imagine yourself like them as well yeah absolutely that's and you want to you aspire to be like them I think Amber did you want to did you want to add something there yes I would love to add something there because it might be a very cringe answer to give, but the women in my family, like they've inspired me so much. My sister, my mom, my stepmom, and like even my grandmas. Um, and it might be because I'm close to them, but to see the way that they've overcome like all the challenges in life and were still creative in the process. And then the things that they achieve by doing that always motivate me and keep me going. For example, my mom has always been creative, has always been painting, writing, Uh, meditating doing poetry like she opened up a creative world for us which otherwise we wouldn't have had and the same goes for all the other members the female members of my family Um, so I think family plays such an important part in it too and really helped me get to where I am now well that is a great answer Amber and it's in no way cringy because it's just (laughs) it's just genuine though isn't it our first role models are often the people in our family or those who are caring for us in some capacity, whether that's immediate family, family, friends, or teachers. And it's important to pay them respect. So I, I have respect for you for, for mentioning them. Um, are, there, are there any, amongst, amongst you all, are there any women who particularly inspire you today? It could be like for me, when I see Viola Davies on Instagram, I just think she is like the powerhouse of all powerhouses and I absolutely adore the woman. I think she's amazing. Um, but then there could be women that you work with or, yeah, anybody of, of note. Talia, how about you? Um, I guess a recent uh, one for me, I don't know if anybody has been watching um, or has watched um, It's a Sin, 
um, oh yeah, <laughs> which is just unbelievably amazing in in many respects. But the actress um, Lydia West um, on that who plays the character Jill, um, and she's definitely I think going to be um, an actress to watch. Um, but um, she across her social as well. Um, you can just tell that she didn't just take the part for a part. She took the part because it was um, something of interest to her. Um, and yeah, I think people like Lydia um, are going to have a massive impact on you know the next um, generation of females that come into the creative sector, hopefully. Um, and I think what um, Amber said about family, I, I completely agree being one of three girls, my poor dad, um, but um, <laughs> growing up, you know, in, in kind of what a creative um, job or career is, I think that's quite an interesting question because I always, when I first started working um, post-university, I always saw my sisters as being extremely creative. Um, one is a graphic designer and another is um, a hair and makeup artist within the theatre. And they are traditional creative roles. Um, but funnily enough, I now and they see me as a creative as well. So I think creative industries isn't necessarily um, your kind of your straightforward kind of art led uh, roles it's also you know having a creative mindset um i think now you know can be in any industry um so yeah those so i would say my sisters and then new talent coming through on the screen talia i'm so glad that you mentioned it's a sin because i think that's an absolute tour de force masterpiece so uh yeah very good to to name drop that one and now i think Something that we sometimes avoid as creative women and maybe women in any uh, career is that we ourselves are, I guess, role models and will hopefully inspire the next generation. So I'd love to get your advice for that next generation of brilliant creative women. Um, I'm going to come to Ash on that one first. Any advice, any tips how to navigate? Yeah, I think create authentically. I think there's so much social media, everything, a lot that places measures upon young people. And I think as a creative person, you're never happier than when you're creating authentically. Um, and being creative is just creating something new. And that's always going to be scary. You're always going to worry about what people think. But if you're true to yourself, then no matter the end result, you will be happy. Nice. Authenticity in all things is mm -hmm. so vital. Absolutely. Yeah. With you on that one. Um, Penny, I'm asking you this one uh, from a slightly selfish yeah. point of view, but I do a lot of copywriting in my comms world. And sometimes I get a bit dismayed by the quality of copy that I get from maybe younger women working in my role it's not always women can be men as well but I just wondered if you've got any tips on precision and accuracy for women is that important or should you put creativity above accuracy um, it's quite a pet hate of mine when I see like the slang coming in to writing um 
I do like it still yeah. to be precise and accurate always. Obviously, depending on different brands and clients, they have different tones of voices. But generally, you know, it. I always think it should be spot on, actually, always. Um, so don't get those mistakes in there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry to bring it up. I'm such a pedant, but I think I agree with you. Tone of voice is really important yeah. and it's got to be on brand, but so is not making errors. I, I really yeah. I really feel that. Um, and a final question for you all. You may or may not have any plans, but I'd love to know if you plan to mark International Women's Day this year and if so, what you might be doing. Maybe it's just something with your female friends. Talia, what have, what have you got planned? Um, I Don't get me wrong. I think having a day where we kind of remind ourselves and, and peers um, of the importance um, of um, women, um, I think it's also important, you know, to recognise equality, you know, every day, not just on that first Monday or I think, is it the first Monday of, of March or it's the 8th every year or something like that? But um. I think, you know, it's about making um, small changes every day or making sure, you know, that it's a conversation that is ongoing. Um, I think within within the workplace, we've got um, a few kind of uh, webinars and things lined up. Um, and I'm sure within kind of the broadcast industry, it's very much um, the same. I just wanted to very quickly, and I know you're going to ask people this question um, as a whole, but I just wanted to uh, touch on uh, very quickly in terms of kind of future generations coming into um, the creative sector um, and touching on what Ash has said as well. Um, there's been a lot that's gone around recently about um, how uh, men and women are labeled differently within the workplace um, and women sometimes get called um, aggressive, whereas a man would get um, labelled assertive for doing the same thing. So I think just kind of a, a, a piece of advice for future generations coming to it, don't let the labels stop you from being creative. Nice, very, very strong piece of advice there. So important. And I think that's important for all of us, not just people starting out, but something that we have to kind of remind ourselves of every day. Um, Lou, any any plans for International Women's Day or perhaps any pearls of wisdom you'd like to pass on to the next generation of creative, brilliant women? Yeah, I think following on from what Talia just said then, um, you know, there, I think there are a, a lot of egos to deal with, whether you're just starting out or whether, you know, you've been in it for a while. And I think the biggest piece of advice I could say would be to learn to control what would be a primal reaction. So, you know, kind of, an initial pushback defensive aggressiveness whatever however you want to label it but you know that initial kind of like primal instinct reaction reaction and turn it into something more powerful so I think it was Ash who said it earlier but looking at what that reaction has come from it's going to be fear-based so rather than just attacking back just stopping pausing thinking about what that person's saying to you and why they're saying it to you and then reacting in a powerful way back um because I think there are way too many energy vampires out there who a don't serve any purpose and um b will put your talent into a box if they could if they could do yeah completely agree and i think putting anything into a box kind of reflects back on what talia also said about not marking out just one day where we make a difference and we we try to 
evolve things um but but that it's it's a general movement and it's a general it's a general effort that we all have to make uh, every day to not have ourselves put in boxes or 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 labeled with any specifics um amber anything planned on your side or any any tips you want to pass on to the next gen uh, yeah, a bit of both, actually. So um, it's basically my housemate's birthday. So we're just going to combine it with her birthday Zoom call. Um, so I think she's probably get a little bit boozy. Um, I'm not sure yet. I will I will see how I feel. Um, but yeah, that will be fun. Um, and then as advice, I just say um, don't overthink things too much life works out the way that it should and just take the opportunities you get even if that means taking a risk and leaving your comfort zone um because i think a lot of people are too scared to do that nowadays but it's just something that has to be done to achieve the greater good oh yeah and when when you do achieve that whatever it is it feels so much sweeter um exactly go for it yeah brilliant advice yeah and Penny, any any plans for International Women's Day? Any advice apart from, as we were saying before, being a stickler for accuracy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah advice-wise, I think this year's theme, the Choose to Challenge, it's just a really good reminder for everybody at all ages, stages, to just reflect and think if there is uncomfortable moments or something you're not happy with, to just remind yourself to speak up because it's the easy route to not do that to just let things slide so just always speaking up let your voice be heard um imposter syndrome that's something i wanted to speak oh, about oh yeah people feeling that they're inadequate or not qualified for the job you know that is just such a hard thing to fight mentally isn't it and i think mm. everybody can have a bit of that so keeping your confidence levels high and celebration wise We'll probably include a Zoom and some wines with friends. <laughs> I'm not much else we can do at the moment. But, yeah, and just continue to celebrate the strong women and the friendships we have and to keep sharing our stories just like this and, and speaking up so that we can grow together, basically, I think. Yeah, love that. Yeah, let's keep talking. So, so yeah. true. Ash, any final word from you? Um, what, what am I doing on International Women's Day? I'm just going to try and wake up and be a boss-ass bitch. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> <Yes. laughs> eat what I want. I'm going to do what I want. Um, I think advice Same as normal then, Ash. Yeah, the same <laughs> as normal. Um, I think my final advice would be, um, like, stick to your guns. Like, I think sometimes at any age, this, there's no ageism here, um, we can be so dictated by and create our worth in what other people think our creativity um, is, whether it's good or bad or anything like that. Um, and I think, you know, do what you love and be happy doing what you love because at the end of the day, opinions do not matter. I'm not talking about personal growth as a creative person. I'm talking about finding self-worth in the approval of what people think of your output. That is some strong stuff to finish on. And yeah, I just echo that because if you can do what you love, do what you love, then you're really, really lucky. Um, Lou, I think printed on a (laughs) T-shirt. Yeah, definitely. Um, Paradise merch. Here we come. Uh, Lou, final word from you. Yeah. And I think it's just important to remember that creative work can't be automated. So 
like yeah. we're in a you know we're in a pretty important role anyone who's in in the creatives there is no right or wrong in the creative industry unless you're working to a brief <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> That is so true. Oh, I'm getting I'm getting nervous sweats thinking about briefs and deadlines just as we're having this conversation. But it, it's brief. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's all about celebrating creativity, and um, that's what we've done today. And also celebrating some brilliant women that I'm truly privileged to work alongside and partner with on some really great creative projects. So I'm really grateful to you all. Thank you, every one of you, for representing the powerhouse women at the heart of the Paradise Agency team and advisory board. So to my brilliant guests, Ashley, Ashley, Amber, Lou, Penny and Talia, and thank you for listening to this episode of Paradise Talks. We'll be back soon to get the insider's take on another aspect of the creative industries. To discover more about the agency and Paradise Talks, visit www.paradise.london.